that some people, for some people, it's a symbol of heritage, of their southern heritage. For other people, it's a symbol of hate. Some people are very, very offended by it, and others feel a great, great affection for Mm -hmm. this symbol. If I take out all the historical meaning, actually, I love the design of it. I think it's a beautiful flag. Uh The crosses, you know, the cross, and then the stars, and the colors. I think it's a gorgeous design. Right. But you have to consider the history and, and the what meaning it means. of it. Yeah. Right. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. I want to fix my own teeth. I want to be able to have the little UV light and Uh that little putty... Yes. You know, that, that dental stuff that, that okay. you mold into a tooth and then you shine the light on it, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't want to fill my own cavities. Okay, yeah. Um, but you want to be able to do your own teeth cleaning. Yeah. You know, if you have if you have a veneer, for example, sure. and you eat a hard piece of bread and it, and it breaks, uh-huh. I don't want to go spend a bunch of money to get this little corner fixed on my tooth again and again and again. I just want to fix it at home. Okay. What do you think? And so you want to start a podcast about this? I think we need, we need to, uh, yeah, we need to educate the world. On how to be your own dentist. Okay, you are on your own. You're going to have to find a different partner uh, for the How to Be Your Own Dentist podcast. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. We kid. Yes. Can we talk about something else? Um, Yes. Although, I'm serious. I would like to be able to fix my own teeth. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you are on your own. Um, (laughs) I don't know what to tell you. You, you can be serious about that. Is there a black market for that stuff? I'm sure there is. Yeah. Um, who was the Who was the uh, character in The Simpsons? The uh, the, the uh, Doctor Nick, Doctor Nick Riviera, Nick Riviera, who uh, uh, did perform surgeries and all sorts of things. Just you know, for twenty nine ninety five. He was running a special on yeah in the in the, some back alley somewhere. He's. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, you got a topic. I do. I want to talk about the Confederate flag. The stars and bars. Okay, so very first off, myth busted. You know what the stars and bars are? Uh, it's an older flag, isn't it? It is not what you normally think of with the uh, Confederate flag. The stars and bars flag was a Confederate flag, but it was uh, the original. Yeah, an older version. Uh, flag of the confederacy that looked very much like the american flag but it had fewer red and white stripes Mm -hmm. and it had stars in a circle and so it looked very very similar and in fact that was the very first um flag of the confederacy yeah and when they flew it on the battlefield the soldiers got confused about because it looks so much like the Union flag. Right. So they said, no, we got to design a, a different flag. And so they designed a different flag. And then they designed, the, the second flag of the Confederacy was uh, almost completely white and specifically stated because of the white race mm. is supreme overall. But then it had a little red field um, in the top left corner. Red? I think red. Um, uh, with a design in it. But then... Uh, when they flew that on the battlefield, it looked like a surrender flag. Ah. 
And so the soldiers said, no, we don't want to be marching under a white flag because that means that we surrender. And so they designed it a few different times. But what we think of now as the Confederate flag is actually the battle flag of the Army of Northern Virginia, mm-hmm. led by Robert E. Lee. And it was um, normally now when you see it, it's a rectangle, but it originally it was square. It's a complete square. Okay. Um, that's the one. When I've, I first remember seeing it on the Dukes of Hazard. Um, oh, yeah, the General Lee. On the General Lee, yeah, because that, yeah. was, that was his battle Painted flag. on the, Yeah, there was a, a show supposed to be in Georgia. Supposed to be Southern Boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Bo and Luke Duke. Yep. Yeah. And Daisy. And Daisy. That's right. And Cooter. <laughs> and Enos. I love that show. Roscoe um, Pico a, Train. Yeah. Boss the, Hog. Lulu Hog. Oh, man. You Flash the too. dog. You're right. Uncle Jesse. Uh, goo, 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 goo. Uh, who was, uh, I guess that's all our characters I could think of anyway. I can't think of any others. Yeah. Yeah. So I remember watching that show and asking my parents, why the car was named the General Lee. Yeah. And why there was a flag on the roof. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember the answer, hmm. but uh, it was curious. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I asked them as well, and I don't remember the answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure that they hemmed, you know, my parents, maybe yours too, kind of hemmed and hawed and like, okay. You know, I, I, th- I think because of the Dukes of Hazard, my association with the flag as a young boy, was positive uh-huh. because it was on this cool. Yeah, orange is my favorite color. Okay, yeah. A Charger is one of my favorite older cars. Oh, you know, yeah. sixty-seven Charger kind yeah, of. You know, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it maybe it's seventy-six? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's sixty-seven. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with sixties. Um, you know, it's just a cool car. Uh, I love the show. I was a little kid. It was perfect for me, um, and so I had this positive association, but I had no idea. Yeah. What it represented. So that's what I want to get into really is what does this flag represent? And like so many symbols, it can represent different things to different people. Mm -hmm. And that's where the real issue comes. The conflict, you mean? The conflict, yeah. yeah. That some people, for some people, it's a symbol of heritage, of their Southern heritage. For other people, it's a symbol of hate. Some people are very, very offended by it. And others feel a great, great affection for mm-hmm. this symbol. If I take yeah. out all the historical meaning, actually, I love the design of it. I think it's a beautiful flag. Uh-huh. The crosses, the, the you know, the yeah. cross, and then the stars and the colors. I think it's right. a gorgeous design. Right. But you have to consider the history and, and the what it meaning means. of it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And so um, I did kind of a deep dive recently on the history of the flag and how it's been used. And I think that's really, really relevant. Yeah. We are ta- Hit know, me with that history. So it was used, obviously, as a battle flag in the Army of Northern Virginia during the Civil War. Just after that, Robert E. Lee said that he wanted to put the flag away and never have it come out again, mm-hmm. any of the Confederate flags, and especially that one. Um, and he wanted to to heal the nation. He wanted the nation to heal. If that's what if that's what's going to happen, then we need to be a part of the United States. And that's hey, what he quick said. question for you. Yeah, uh, was he a supporter of racist, uh, you know, s- Southern slavery? That's a good question. I don't know in uh, personally where, where, but certainly he fought for that. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Okay. Another topic. It's just kind of the. Uh, uh, Robert E. Lee. There are a lot of people who who uh, think he was the greatest, and uh, yeah, yeah. Th- th- I have conflict, obviously, trying to reconcile that. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, what was he was his a brilliant view? general. There's not there's not much question about that. I I would love to have a lunch with him, you know, at yeah, some point for sure. 
yeah. <laughs> if, if I could, and just like ask a bunch of questions. Yeah. Um, about his perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, we weren't there, and that's right. Yeah. That's right. And he's become kind of a mythical figure, the way that lots of other people in history have become. Well, initially, um, just after the Civil War, the, this battle flag um, was put on the graves of fallen soldiers. And for years after, it became it was used in memorial celebrations when they would remember the veterans who had died. Um, but then, as Reconstruction happened, so this is this is actually um, this was new to me when Reconstruction happened, and and uh, folks from the North came. There were soldiers from the North who came to the South in order to enforce the. Uh, and, and to, to quell any rebellions that might pop up here and there, mm-hmm. and to make sure that the that there were no slaves and that people were not still living in slavery. And when that happened, uh, despite the orders from Washington and from the generals, there was an enormous amount of violence and even sexual violence that happened yeah. in the South um, at the hands of Union soldiers. That's correct. And uh, and so they came and really occupied. I mean, it really was. Yeah. It felt like two different countries still. And so the northern troops came, and basically it was an occupation of the South yep. to put the South in submission, while at the same time doing lots of building projects and that sort of thing. But the building projects to rebuild the South was com- almost completely directed by people from the North. Mm-hmm. And it was really very much an imposition of northern values upon the southern culture. And like you said, a lot of abuse. And we just yes. re- we just released an episode where we talked about toxic masculinity and yeah. how men yeah. don't just do this to women and yeah. other yeah. minorities. They do it to one another. Yes. And uh, you have men from the north. That's just the kind of thing this uh, a guy who has that problem would want to do. Yes. They'll go down and flex yes. on all these defeated people and rape their women yes. and take their money and direct yes. traffic and, and boss them. Yes. And that, that stirred great resentment. Absolutely. Huge. Now, you can uh, imagine, you're already defeated. Yes. You're already emasculated. And then to have that driven well, and home. And so many of the young men um, who were capable uh, men died in the war. And so there's, and so there's mm-hmm. very, very few um, of yeah. those men, young men around. Um, on top of that, apart from the military occupation, although h- how can we minimize that? That's humongous. Um, northern people who had money, businessmen and such, came to the South and bought up a bunch of the land yeah. and businesses because it was so cheap. They called those carpetbaggers, and they came in. And so again, it's not just the military, but it's all of a sudden, yeah. all of the general stores, all of the, everything is They saw dollar owned. signs at Completely. other people's demise. Yes, and mm-hmm. took advantage of it. Yeah. And so those who were true Southerners felt... Uh, uh, understandably and rightfully felt taken advantage of, not just by the end of the war, although certainly I can understand the feelings there, Mm -hmm. but also by um, these northern uh, impositions upon southern culture. Um, Now... uh, Yeah, it's time to pause. Time to pause. Okay. I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? We are not in any way saying that the, the... the racial inequality, Correct. the slavery yep, portion yep, yep, yep. of Southern culture is valid. Uh, it is not valid. It is a, it is a complete uh, uh, kidnapping of people, which is yes. you know scripturally 
stonable offense. Yes. Um, and forcing people to do work and not giving them the fruit of their labor and you taking Correct. it for yourself. This is horrible, horrible practices. Evil. evil. Complete evil. And I, I don't think, um, yeah, I don't think we need to go much further than say that, do yeah. we? Yeah, I, I, that is, I can't say that strongly enough. And I can also understand people feeling taken advantage of when they are raped and their and their towns are completely uh, uh, taken over by people from a different culture, mm-hmm. and it yeah I can understand that. Well, near the late 1800s, um, the last of the Confederate veterans were mostly dying off, and uh, and so in order as a way to preserve, hey, these are people who need to be honored because they fought for us and they fought for our way of life, and now we are being um, uh, subdued. Um, the flag started being used more and more. We need to remember this. And um, and so that's when, late 1800s is when they started, uh, several of the southern states started incorporating the uh, Confederate flag into their state flags. And so, for example, in 1894, Mississippi changed its state flag to include the Confederate, what we call, I'm going to call the Confederate flag this, okay. this, this yep. uh, you know, the, the battle flag um, of the Army of Northern Virginia. I'm going to call that the Confederate flag. That's what everyone calls it now. Even though it's, yep. we know literally it's not, but that's what it is. Okay. So their, uh, Mississippi, their state flag had been just a, a, uh, a tree and a star, um, but now the Confederate, fl- they changed it so the Confederate flag is a part of it in 1894. Uh, by the way, it stayed that way until just this year, January 2021. Um, it's no, that's no longer the flag. Now, mm-hmm. the flag of Mississippi um, is a real pretty flag. It's got a bunch of stars on it, but it doesn't have the have the Confederate flag anymore. Yeah. In 1895, um, a year later, Alabama changes its state flag um, to look. It's not quite the Confederate flag, but it's very, very similar. Very similar, and it's still that way. Now, um, the, I've seen the Confederate flag uh, in Tennessee and Georgia um, flown, uh, you know, at, at state, oh yeah, municipality sort sure. of, yeah, uh, sure. kind of all over the place. Uh, yes. I, of course, growing up in Virginia, I saw it um, on the back of pickup trucks and on license plates and um, people's wallets and mm-hmm. so forth and so on. Um, it's interesting. Oh, oh, there's a conflict, right? Yeah. Uh, as you as you try to understand, we're both Southerners. Yes. We grew up in the South. Yes. We're both white people. Yes. Um, neither one of us had any um, role or part in slavery. We were born in the sure. 70s. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yet we have seen and heard mm-hmm. uh, people um, talking about and mistreating African Americans. Absolutely. Um, I've also uh, have a... Uh, uh, an experience growing up where I was uh, really confused as to why uh, I was having trouble making friends in the black community. Mm. Um, and and I was older and went to college. All my experiences in college were pretty negative. Mm-hmm. Um, and I couldn't understand why. Uh, and it, it felt like it was it was them, right? Mm-hmm. It's only until I, I started learning history yes. and got a good grasp of what was going on throughout, you know, uh, centuries before my my upbringing, mm-hmm. that I started piecing more of this together and why certain things are the way they are now. Yeah. Um, so the, the folks who, who are proud of the flag mm-hmm. would say things like, heritage, not hate. Right. And I've never quite understood that. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe you want to speak to that. Uh, 
the heritage itself mm-hmm. has hate built into it, right? Um, so they're they're being occupied and their people are being raped, but weren't slave women raped? Cab- weren't yes. weren't they guilty Absolutely. of that? What you know, they're they're being occupied and told what to do and bossed around. Weren't they yes. occupying and bossing people around? You yes. see what I'm saying? Like yes, yes, the yes. whole heritage is founded on a system that is deeply evil and broken. Yes. And and has so much white supremacy built into it. Yes. How can you say heritage? Okay, let me try to say heritage and not hate, even though I that I, I this is right. I, I'm taking a not position your point of view, right? That is not my point of view. But let me give me my best yes, shot. Yes, yes. Here's my here's my best attempt at it. I think. Okay, um, yes, hundred uh, percent. Hate is built into the heritage. However, hate was not necessarily the immediate. Uh, uh, experience of all white Southerners. Not all white Southerners had slaves. In fact, most did not have slaves. Mm-hmm. Now, there's no question that all white Southerners benefited from a society that was built on the backs of slaves. No question about that. Mm-hmm. All whites. However, most whites in the South were poor and did not own slaves. And so they were not raping slaves. They were not mis- you know, abusing slaves. They were, not, they were just trying to get by. They're able to get by the way they did because of the rich guy in town. He owned a bunch of slaves and abused them. But they may not have known what was going on over there. Probably they knew some. I mean, they knew that, mm-hmm. you know, they, they probably had a sense that black people were inferior and all like that. But they were not doing a lot of that. All they experience is, I'm trying to eke out a living on my farm, on my little plot of land, right. and we're not very wealthy, and here the North comes, and they rape my wife, and they they buy up all my stuff, and they don't, and so then now I'm working for some guy from the North. Right. And so that, and they're saying, oh, yeah, I, I want to defend my homeland from that. Yeah. And so... That, anyway, that's my best attempt. I think that's pretty accurate, and I can I can feel those sentiments. Yeah, um, and sure. I can, uh, and, and also I don't um, I don't think that every slaveholder was abusive. I well, I think, not not similarly abusive, but anyone who owns a slave is thereby abusing that person. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And okay, stealing okay. the fruitfulness of their yes. labor, and so yes, it's yes, it's, yes. An, it's an oppressive economic system. Sure. But I'm not. I'm saying I don't think every slave owner was whipping people Correct. or raping I think that's people. Right. That's right. That's right. Um, that's right. But that doesn't that doesn't reduce the evil of that system. Correct. That system had to go away. Yes. Right? And it yes. and it cost a lot of lives. Um and but that I don't think that was the only reason for yes. the war. There was already like all kinds of southern and northern differences and culture yes. but obviously that system was the key piece and I'm glad that it's defeated. I'm glad that it's gone. I completely agree. Um, but the, I had lots of people that I knew growing up who were very proud of their Southern heritage. They said it had nothing to do with race. And yet many of those folks I was suspect were were closet racists. Yeah. There's a lot of folks who I think are in denial at best. They're in uh-huh. denial about it. Um, I've heard many times the, the the reason for the war was tariffs. And so tariffs were put on extra yeah, tariffs economic, were put on the South. Economic, okay, but but that involves slavery. Exactly. Yeah. That's my retort: is that anytime you're talking about economics with the South, you're talking about slavery. Right. Absolutely. And so any sort of economic anything. Right. This the South with their all the economy of the South was based on the slaves. Yeah. So I've I've asked people. I said, hey, you know, you were at some point proud of this flag as a yeah. southerner what did it mean and what did it not mean yeah and i'm i'm still i don't get great answers yeah um i don't 
I'm not sure. So I watched recently uh-huh. the documentary of Leonard Skinner. Okay. Um, and they always had a huge yes. Confederate flag yes, behind yes, yes. them That's on right. stage. Yes. And they're very proud of their Southern heritage. Yeah. And they're saying on this documentary, this had nothing to do with race, had nothing to do with, right. with hate. Yep. Um, it was just about being a Southerner yep. and being proud of where you're from and you know being proud of the South. Yes. And I, I'm still struggling to grasp that fully. Yes. You know, when I like I said, I was a kid, I enjoyed the General Lee and I had a positive feeling about that until mm-hmm. I started seeing the associations with that flag, with, with what I would say, hmm, I'm not sure that's me. That seems right. like it's more of a racist tendency there. Um, and I don't think that was like some sort of uh, uh, cultural yeah. burden placed upon me. I think I was picking this up on my on my own. Yeah. Like the people who are flying that flag are not the kind of people that that I think are, are moving forward in society. Okay, so let me give you that, some... That's, it, that's kind of rough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty harsh to hear that come out of my mouth. Um, and I need to back off of that because, again, there's a piece here that I don't understand. Okay. And I've been trying to understand yeah. how you can say it's, about, it's simply about heritage or simply about being Southern when being Southern is so related to slavery. Yes. I'm just trying to... I, I think there's a place... I think there's something there that either I don't get... Or the, or the proponents don't get. Mm-hmm. And I'm just trying to come so let, to some conclusion. Yeah. Let me, so let me give you a little bit more of the history, yeah. and then I, I'll give you my conclusion. So uh, uh, the KKK um, arose shortly after the Civil War and then died out again, and then it rose again in the 20, early 20th century um, with Jim Crow laws and that kind of thing. And the KKK really used this Confederate flag uh, it tremendously, constantly, and it was this is what we stand for, and so um, that a lot of folks think that the uh, Confederate flag would have really died out as a symbol had not the KKK in the early 20th century resurrected it, and they used it a ton. Then um, in World War II. Um, and, and so the KKK is active throughout this time up, you know, at various points and in various places, more yeah. or less. But in World War II, then, a lot of uh, the uh, military divisions that were made up mostly of Southern uh, people often adopted the Confederate flag as an unofficial symbol of their... Uh, and that's happened a bunch, actually, until just recently that, that military groups units will use this. And it wasn't until uh, after the murder of George Floyd in May 2020, just recently, yeah. that finally the United States said that you it, it, it is strictly forbidden to display the Confederate flag in any connection with the U.S. military. That's a recent thing, mm-hmm. and it's been used in various places. The Another surge forward for the um, Confederate flag happened in 1948 with the founding of the Dixiecrat Party. This was... Um, this happened when uh, President Harry Truman, who was a Democrat, uh, as most Southerners at the time were, he ordered the racial integration of the military. That's 1948. And Southern Democrats um, hated that. And so they hated Harry Truman. They're like, well, we don't want to be Republicans, but we got to find something else. So they started their own party, the Dixiecrat Party, which was based almost exclusively on white supremacy. And they adopted the Confederate flag as their symbol. They wanted to defend states' rights to retain the Jim Crow laws, separate but equal. And uh, it was um, 
they only the Dixiecrat Party did not last very long, but they had a massive, massive impact, and it was overwhelmingly that they used this the uh, Confederate flag as their symbol, and that's where in it just exploded across the country. Everybody knows exactly what this means. It is white. Is it is uh, the old uh, Democratic Party, but with white supremacy added to it. That's what it was. During the Civil Rights Movement, um, shortly after that, uh, it had another resurgence. And so it, if you go back and look at all the like black and white uh, videos um, of the fire hoses being used on protesters and all that, there's Confederate flags all over that, all mm-hmm. over that. You look at uh, the, the pictures of, of uh, Ruby Bridges being walked into school little black girl being walked into school, the first black person in this integrated school. You look in the background of all these white people, they've all got uh, Confederate flag symbols Mm -hmm. um, protesting, saying this is... Well, that's nothing that's changed. Uh, Like today, if you see the Confederate flag, um, I'm very suspect that we're talking about racists or neo-Nazis because that's who's using it with with frequency and regularity. People who have a white superiority... Correct. Uh, doctrine. That's right. And so, yeah, it's being flown a bunch now, right in tandem with the Nazi flag and other white supremacist flags. Okay, I could talk, there's many, many examples of, of using it. The South Carolina State House had it up for a long time. It's been taken down now. Um, uh, Dylan Roof, who uh, shot and killed nine black people in the Charleston Church in 2015. I don't know yeah, if you remember that. I do. Yeah. And so he's got... Um, uh, waving the Confederate flag um, right. while stomping and burning the American flag, and like that's he's saying this is this is what I stand for. This is what I'm doing. Right. And it was after that, you know, that that I mean, just the, the uh, Confederate flag is banned from so many things because there's just no question what it's what it means now. So here's what I'm coming to is here's my conclusion. Uh, I think that at some point the Confederate flag might have had the opportunity to stand for Southern heritage. Maybe. However, it has been so taken over by white supremacists that, and, and, and Southerners have not said anything about it. Those who want it to stand for heritage, back when the KKK was using it, they didn't say anything. Back when the Dixiecrat Party was using it, they didn't say anything. And it's up until just very recently that finally people are saying, oh, wait, no, I, I'm going to fly, but I'm going to make it mean something else. I don't hate. Well, it's too late for that. Honestly, it is yeah, too it, late for that. Yeah, you uh, symbols mean different things to different people, but they when they have a pretty wide universal meaning, like yes. the Nazi flag, for Correct. example, um, you, no one's going to fly the Nazi flag except for people who hold those sort of principles. That's right. It's too risky. You're going to be associated with something so negative. You either believe that those systems or you don't that's a great example actually because you know the 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 cross the the um the swastika right is actually uh was used in christian in old christian as a kind of cross there's different kinds of crosses Mm -hmm. that's one of them and so in lots of like medieval paintings and tapestries and stained wind stained glass windows you can find that swastika long before the nazi party you can also find it in other religions and it's a wonderful symbol but it got hijacked by right. the Nazis, and now you—that's what it that's, means. That's what it means, right? Same thing here. Yeah. So it was—it um, was used as a a, a lucky symbol, 
mm-hmm. for some quite some time. And I actually have a token oh, okay. from an old Buster Brown or some sort of shoe company token yeah. that has a swastika on it yeah. that predates the Nazis. Yeah. And I'm holding on to it. Even this one drilled a hole in it to make a necklace out of it. Yeah. I still think it it ha- it has. There's some value there, right? It's a pre-Nazi use sure. of the swastika as sure. a as a lucky token given to a kid who bought some some shoes. Yeah. Um. You know, that it's a, it's a fascinating thing how as a symbol, given enough history, enough um, impetus, can be completely hijacked and then rendered useless for anything else than that symbol's. Uh, Meaning, yeah, uh, the Nazi Nazi. So I agree with you. To fly the Confederate flag today is so hurtful. Um, it it is associated with slavery and racism and white supremacy uh, by so many people. I yes. don't know how you yes. can yes. you can use it at this point and say it's about just being a Southerner. Yeah. Which again, I'm trying to understand. I do think there's there's something there. Like I'm 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 proud to be from Virginia, I okay. guess. Okay. But when I look at the flag growing up, I didn't have like like any nostalgia or any like oh I'm a Southerner. I just didn't have any meaning for me. Yeah. And I just as I grew, I saw its association more and more with white supremacy. Mm-hmm. And so um, you know I I agree. It's a beautiful design. It's a beautiful flag. I certainly couldn't fly it or support no it. No way. Um, no way. And I am I'm from Virginia. Yeah. You know, and I've lived in the North. Yeah. And, and it's very different. It's very different. It gets culturally very, I was in culture shock. Yes. It's different, even now. But yeah. yes, and that's what I mean by, I think that that flag had the potential, had the potential to stand for that difference in, in culture that you're talking about. You lived mm-hmm. in Philadelphia for a while and you felt this is not the South. I'm more comfortable in the South. Okay, so you're more comfortable in the South. And that flag might have had the opportunity to stand for those things that make you comfortable and maybe proud of being in the south but it's been co-opted you know the um if i if i say to you or say to somebody you are an idiot no offense right <laughs> right right oh don't be offended by that yeah oh you're just taking the word idiot to mean what something that i don't mean it to mean yeah right it's cuz cuz all words are also symbols but guess what? You don't get to define what a symbol means to society. Right. Just because I say this is, I, I'm, what if I fly the swastika in my front yard and say, oh, no, I, I what I mean Good is- Good luck, everybody. I, what I mean is the Christian symbol from back in you know the, the 1700s. Yeah. And yeah it's like, too late for no, that. No, you nope. cannot do that. Yep. Oh, but my heart is good about it. No, because symbols have meaning. Mm-hmm. And for the last- 150, 200 years, this symbol has uh, taken on a very specific meaning. Yeah. And, you know, as the further we get away from the atrocities of, of Southern racism and the atrocities of the Northern occupation, yeah. and we just, we just move forward. Yeah. Um, you know, you and I are both people who, who are um, trying to be very aware of our cultural yes. upbringing, our yes. understandings. Yes. Um, you know, living in the North, I've, uh, you know, I've traveled, um, I've been in multi-ethnic churches and black churches and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you were down in Miami with Cubans and right. we had all kinds of immigrants, refugees yep. in our lives uh-huh. over the years. Um, that has only enriched my understanding oh, yeah. and allowed me to look at every context and try to see its strengths and weaknesses, which is what we do here, right? We yes. try to nuance and try to yes, try yes, to say, yes, yes. don't 
close your eyes and assume that because you're you were raised in Virginia or Georgia or wherever mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. there isn't another way of looking at things that, that whatever you grown up with there are good things and there are bad things you oh, need yeah. to be able to process that sure, sure. Uh, and analyze it and step outside of your context and evaluate it yeah and there are things that I loved about living in Philadelphia sure and I'm not sure I would say I'm more comfortable in the south it just depends on what we're talking okay, about okay fair enough fair you enough know? yeah yeah that yeah. makes sense that makes sense yeah. You know, another thing uh, about the Confederate flag that I'm very confused about, and I want to ask somebody about it. I have seen, so I, I with my job uh, working as a hospice chaplain, I drive all over the place and I go into people's homes and I, so I drive a lot. And I pass by lots and lots of neighborhoods and I've seen flags where you have the American flag and the Confederate flag flying together. And that totally confuses me because... The Confederate flag literally is an enemy of our country. It is literally a, an, represents an army that was an enemy country. Uh, it's that those don't go together. They are enemies of each other. Okay, I agree. I guess. I also say this: uh, it, was it flying lower than the than the Union flag? Uh, sometimes they are, and sometimes mm-hmm. they are like hanging uh-huh. uh, down, and but they're on equal footing yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I, I, what I don't want is revisionist history. Okay. And so if if there are symbols or statues or things that represent um, history and education, and they're done oh, well, yeah, uh-huh. um, then I I don't want to lose. I don't want to like forget the Holocaust or pretend like the Holocaust didn't happen. I don't want to forget about slavery oh, sure, or the sure, South sure. or um, the the Northern occupation. You like see, we need to learn from all of these 100%, things. Hundred percent. And I'm so I say, you. who is what is America? What is, you know? How's it best symbolized? It, it's this and it's that and and now it's this. Um, and so I can kind of see that perspective, but I still wouldn't do it. I wouldn't fly the flag. No, but this the is but flag. outside somebody's house is not a museum. It's not an educational opportunity. It right. is a way to uh, it's an identity marker. And and I this is not fair to impugn their motives, but you know, it definitely begs the question, is this person a white supremacist? Yeah. Right. That's immediately what I think of. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Um, and what does it mean to be an American if you are flying a flag of an enemy nation? Right. Right, I mean that's a, that's an enemy nation. Well, I mean that that's a that, I guess my pushback was saying that's a bit dramatic because it's part of who we are historically. I suppose, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying a, a good part. I'm just saying it's it's a fact, right? That that this land. Well, it's interesting enough. We're in Kentucky. Kentucky was never a Confederate state, and so the Confederate flag never flew over Kentucky. Uh huh. But here we are, and so people still claiming that, right? <laughs> right? Right, right. And you can find the Confederate flag flying out in in uh, Montana and Idaho, and you know all the places like yeah. that. Yeah, I think at this point, at twenty twenty one, we're drawing to a close on twenty twenty one. After all that's happened through twenty twenty, if you're flying the Confederate flag, you are in denial yes. about its broad use and understanding. I agree. Or you are proud to say I identify with white supremacy. I think that's right, and. Uh, I know that that is. There are going to be people who are upset about that. There are probably going to be people who are upset about that. I think they need to be challenged by it, though. I agree. I agree. Yeah, because you don't get to. Right. Each individual doesn't get to decide what symbols mean. You're an idiot. No offense. I like that. That's You're a, an idiot. Yeah. Good no example. Hey, this is William with the Hopper Podcast. If you're too conservative to be a liberal, 
and too progressive to be a conservative, have we got news for you. We've broken free from the cultural and political narratives that dominate the landscape, and there are more of us than you might realize. Let's Grow the Hopper podcast. Find your favorite episode, click the share button to share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Thanks a bunch. Uh, Hey, Willie, you mentioned the tornado that came through Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. uh, The longest recorded tornado, 220 some miles of a category five Mm -hmm. tornado. There is um, some footage. I don't know if it's uh, accurate or not. It was just a little video on the internet. You never know, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, what I did see was a very large, dark funnel. uh, Oh, yeah. Really intimidating looking. Um, So anyway, uh, let me back up and tell a story. For us, we were and uh, getting ready for bed. Most of the family was in bed. Some of them were asleep. It mm-hmm. was late. It was dark. The house was quiet. Mm-hmm. And our cell phones erupted with the warning, um, which you know that whether your, your volume's off or not, it's it, it blasts. And we have five phones in the house. So it was very loud, very startling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked at it and it said a tornado warning. I walked out on the porch and saw that the sky was full of lightning, not horrifically loud, some rumbling, but yeah. lots of lightning. Yeah. And it was unusually warm outside yeah um, but it sounded relatively quiet yeah um and then we have the sirens you know the mm-hmm. warnings that that yep. sound like an air raid you know from, mm-hmm. from the from the old days going off uh, to warn people that the tornado is actively approaching yeah and then i went back out on the porch and i could hear the wind yeah uh some strong wind in the distance and of course we we had already moved the kids downstairs and we're trying to find out you know where would be the most appropriate place to wait this out and uh, the cell phones would go off again, the siren would go off again, the cell phones a third time, the siren a third time. You know, this was over the course of hours. I didn't get a lot of sleep. And I was, uh, of course, praying and um, and just uh, trying to, to repent of sin and intercede for on behalf of our town and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And then when I woke up, my wife said, hey, uh, it's really bad. Um, yeah. And so... Uh, we mobilized some people to go try to help some folks. And um, I was in a neighborhood that was hit very hard. Uh, and I've heard a number of stories. Again, I don't, I, I don't know how accurate they are, but um, you know, there, there's one man I met, his house was completely gone. It was just a subfloor and the pipes that were sticking up out of the subfloor, everything had just been sheared right off. Mm-hmm. And in the yard, there were bricks and some pieces of roofing, but all of his things were nowhere to be found. They had just, I don't know how, you know, they just dispersed over miles or something. Somebody uh, found a piece of mail in their yard that was like, uh, was uh, two, 200 miles away mm-hmm. that had just been picked up and just kept for that whole, you know, and just dropped in their yard at some point. Yeah. Um, I've heard stories of uh, a father there, you know, here in Kentucky, we don't have basements. Right. Very rare. I mean, That's some, right. some houses right. have basements, but most of them do not because mm-hmm. we have a lot of uh, high water table and sinkholes. Right. And, right. Um, so anyway, uh, there's not a lot of, not a, a lot of places to go. So this man was in a, in a hallway, in a doorway. He had, he was laying on top of his family. Mm. And when the tornado took his house, it took him uh, and threw him some far distance and killed him, yeah. but his family survived. Um, that's, that's being a man. 
that, yeah. you know, yeah, that's true. That guy needs to, you know, there needs to be something said about that. Like, yeah. hey, way to go. You, you, you gave your life to protect your family yep. and I'm glad that they survived. Yeah. I'm sorry that you did not. Mm-hmm. Um, other families report that they were picked up, all of them, and put across the street. Yep. And it felt like they were a, a rag doll and they were being beaten by bats. Yes. As all this debris and things are colliding with them. Yes. yes. Amazing that they survived. Yes. Um, I've seen enormous trees. You can see the swath of destruction that comes through oh, yeah. with the houses. The aerial the, photos. Yeah, the roofs that are ripped off, the big trees that are laying down. This, it's, it's just a very different scene. I saw houses that were broken completely in half. You could see yes. in the upstairs and the downstairs because there's no front wall. Right. There's no, you know, partial roof is gone. This other wall is gone. It's just, it's just wide open. Yeah. Um, this was a, this was a big cataclysmic yes. <laughs> event for this area. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, what I want to, to mention is how wonderful it's been to see people mm-hmm. rally. Mm-hmm. The support we've gotten from outside of our state, from various disaster relief teams, uh, people from other churches and diaconates calling and uh, asking how they can help, where they can give money, uh, to the the sheer number of people who are out trying to pick up stuff and provide food for people who are working uh, to to remove trash, to remove trees, to get the down power lines up and get power back on, to get internet back. Um, There's still... As we sit here a week later, 1,500 households without electricity. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you want to say anything about all this? Yeah. Uh, so we live in the south part of the county um, where Bowling Green is in. And so um, here there was, uh, we had a bad rainstorm. That was it. Yeah. You didn't hear the hail or anything on the roof? No hail. Oh, yeah, we had some um, hail. It was... Uh, Lots of lightning and thunder. Yeah, uh, but that was you know it was it was a bad lightning and thunderstorm is all right, it was. Right. And it, the next morning when we woke up and people are checking in with us, hey, are you okay? Uh, we, we, we weren't sure exactly what's going on. Catherine yeah. figured it out exactly. And this this past week, um, as I work as a hospice chaplain, we've been ha- we've had to none of our patients or families or staff uh, were killed, but a lot of them were displaced. Yeah. And had to be moved um, to different homes and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of destruction. Um, some folks don't have a home anymore, mm-hmm. but they were spared. Um, and so I was working with a lot of that and yeah. listened to a lot of stories. I was I was out helping to clear rubble and that sort of thing. Yeah. Just recently, what was it on Wednesday or Thursday? I guess Thursday is when they found the last person uh, mm. that was still missing. Missing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she had died, of course, a thirteen-year-old. Um, lots of folks, you know, were killed in the, yeah. in the, in the tornado in Bowling Green. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. The, the struggle that I have had with it personally is I see so much destruction, uh, in some places. And then you go down to a different place and, uh, in town and everything's exactly the way it was. Everything and life just goes on. And it's as if nothing happened, and that kind of emotional whiplash is mm-hmm. has been difficult for me. So the people that the homes that you're visiting, they're either um, they're either dying or there's someone there who is dying. That's right. Yeah. And so the, the thought that that you have everything set up for hospice to come in and take care of the, the their last days, and yes. then they're displaced, their house is destroyed, and they're yeah. they're yeah. relocated. Uh, that's that's difficult. Well, hey. Um, 
put your pastor cap on for a second. Okay. And uh, what would you what would you want to say about these sorts of events and the suffering that comes from them? My pastor's hat pa- pastor or hat. theologian? Pastor. Okay. Uh, uh, I want. I want to go and help out and clear things, and I want to sit and cry with people. Mm-hmm. I want to sit and cry with people because this is uh, why does this happen? Why does this happen? You know, I, and I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And the randomness of it. Um, yeah, you know the the tornado, is, uh, the uh, tail kind of sidewinds back and yes, forth, and it can yes. it can jump over things as it, it lifts and comes back down. And so through this whole, you know, this this swath of destruction, there are certain places that are perfectly fine, and everything else around them is destroyed completely. Um, and you know, we have uh, friends who who's you know their business was fine, right? But right next door, it's it's complete rubbish. It's right. rubble everywhere. I mean, it's just. Um, and is that because he's a righteous man? Right. No, it's just, it's, it's not. Just the, yeah. It's it's random. It just it yeah. is what it is. You know, and, and Jesus makes a point of talking about this. Um, There's a tower that fell on somebody, and you know they died. And he said, "Did that did that happen because they were a sinner?" And I tell you, it, it didn't. Right. Um, you That's know, right. Yeah. And so, uh, but all of us are sinners. Yeah. And he said, you know, rather look at your own life and your own need of of the answer is to. To run to Jesus, yeah. and um, you know, so I, I had to preach a sermon right after um, mm-hmm. the had some Friday night, and I changed my sermon for Sunday, and um, you know, I went to to Psalm forty six, yeah, and talked about um, that God does cause desolations, He does, um, and that those are wake up calls, mm-hmm. and those op- opportunities to mm-hmm. serve and to love and to empathize, uh, also to to get your spiritual life mm-hmm. on track. Mm-hmm. And to say what what really matters in this life, mm-hmm. um, but the, the majority of the psalm is is being identified with Jesus, taking refuge mm-hmm. in Him, and yes. knowing that He is with us. Yes. That His goal is for us to be with Him forever. Yes, in a place where none of this happens. Right, and right. I want that for you out there listening. Mm-hmm. And the and so um, uh, I'm not saying live in fear of mm. these sorts of events. But know that they happen, mm-hmm. um, and that they are what Jesus calls uh, uh, growing pains or birthing pains, labor pains for the the new heavens and the new earth that will arrive. Yeah, and I want you there. Yeah, um, and so uh, you know, it, it's time to think about these your your spiritual self, your soul. Yeah, and I would say come come to the gospel of Jesus, mm-hmm. where your sins are atoned for on the cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. Take refuge in Him. Yes. Doesn't mean you won't die from a natural disaster. Um, True. Yeah. True. But uh, but we have life eternal in Him. Yes. There's so, hope. Yeah. Hey, we're back with another episode of Terrible Toys. Terrible Toys. Terrible, dumb toys that have come and gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so here, let me read this one off the list. In 2000, yeah. there's a toy called Sky Dancer. Uh-huh. Yeah. I remember this one. <clears throat> I don't. It's a little ballerina figurine made of hard plastic. 
and her arms are like helicopter blades. Uh huh. So yeah. you remember this? Tell me about it. Yeah, she was a she was a ballerina, and um, she you know her legs came down to basically a point, uh-huh. you know, and then she had these her arms. She had a costume on basically, and with right. like these this like wings mm-hmm. in, uh, in kind of a. She looked like a fairy. She very much looked like a fairy. That's okay. right. And yeah, so yeah. so and so then her arms then would raise up as she spun around in her uh-huh. ballerina spinning. How do, how do you spin her? Um, there she's, she's, you put her in a base, um, and then you get a string, like, uh, a, like, a, string. like an old lawnmower or something. Yeah. And you a flywheel. Just, a flywheel, ex- ex- okay. exactly what it is. And you pull her. Her arms would fly up her and arms spin. Fly up she and take she off spins, in the air. And she takes off, exactly. And exactly. hits you in the face and cuts your eye. And that's not what's supposed to happen, but yes, that's exactly what happened to mm. too many kids. And like it's made of wow. hard plastic, and like her, they were trying to make it so that it was super effective in flying, and so they made yeah. her it very light and very aerodynamic and very yeah. But, but that like they would, she would fly. You know, you, you little kid, yeah. you put it on the ground, and then you're you're kind of kneeling over it. You pull this string, and it comes right up in your face. Right. It says here: scratched corneas, eye injuries, broken teeth, facial lacerations. Yeah. Sky dancer. <laughs> it was when it worked it was kind of fun yeah well you know i made a little wooden propeller yeah and with, you put it on the end of a pencil and then yes. you you spin the pencil between your hands same and basic principle. take off in the air and same I, basic I love principle. that of course you know that was uh definitely safer i mean oh yeah because uh, it's so much lighter and you're not spinning it real fast right this is hard plastic and and probably sharp on the edges and and sharp on the edges mm-hmm. yep yep and you got a a, a and so, in order to do that, they had probably had a pretty strong flywheel. I never played with it, but I saw yeah. it. Probably pretty strong flywheel. And it, man, when when it bent and took your face off, real she fast, took off. I tell you what, yeah, that that was serious. But they had to to recall that because so many kids were getting yeah. their teeth broken out. Well, I mean, she was an artist. She was a dancer, <laughs> and you don't want to interfere when someone's doing their performance. That's why I stayed away. They will get cut. They yes, cut that's you. right. Get out of my way. Right. I'm the sky dancer. Get out of my way, kid. That's right. <laughs> Move your fat face. <laughs> I'm trying to fly here. <laughs> well, long before um, you and I were um, playing with this stuff in the 1960s, uh, creepy crawlers. I remember hearing about these, but I never played with them. Uh-huh. Uh, creepy crawlers uh, was a toy. It was a kit that you could buy. And it came with uh, like this uh, plastic that you could um, pour this this uh, mold pour into molds. Okay, make your make, own creepy crawlers. Make your own creepy crawlers, spiders and frogs and insects and all kind of stuff. But in order to gel it somehow, I forget exactly what it was. You had to combine different things and then you uh-huh. stick it in the mold. And but then it has to heat up super hot. Ah. And so just like the Easy Bake Oven that we talked about last time, right? Like it had to get ridiculously hot, and so there were like warnings on it, like okay, during this stage, uh, don't touch it. Uh, but okay, so what <laughs> kid is going to be yeah. like, huh? Hmm, is let it me see? Is it cooled off yet? Stick your finger in it. Ah, <laughs> right. You know, napalm, or, or just like don't yeah. pay attention to the instructions, uh, and like oh, let me try this, and uh, you plug it in, or what? I don't. I, forget, I, don't, I, yeah. I assume you got to plug it in, but apparently, uh, so not only that, but also. The plastic itself, when you put it together, right. was extremely toxic. Like, if, especially if you ate it, if you, which you're not supposed mm. to do. So don't eat it. Kids eat, gonna eat it. Delicious um. plastic. <laughs> 
And apparently it was it caused lots a lot of illnesses and a yeah. lot of real problems. You know, I know kids do put things in their mouth and yeah. chew on things and try to eat things. I, I do not recall ever doing that. Um, yeah, I don't either, but maybe it was before I had memory. I think that's it. Um because we did yeah. I mean have you ever known a kid, a little little kid that doesn't go through a stage of putting stuff in their mouth? Uh, some kids do that a lot and some don't. Some more yeah. than others. Uh, just, some kids will stick like peas and corn up their nose and in their ears. And sure, I don't sure. remember oh, yeah. ever doing anything like that either. No, but, uh, but yeah, that's true. I, I don't either. Um, but I think that that happens before we... <laughs> I don't think you do it now. Well, well not anymore. Yeah, you uh, may have. Who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, kids, you put food in your mouth. Not plastic. Sure. And food yeah. in your mouth, not in your nose. Um, so creepy crawlers, from again, from the from the 60s. Uh, yeah. They, they yeah. seem like toys back in the 50s and 60s, they, they got pretty dangerous, pretty reckless there. They could, yeah. Toxic and hot plastic napalm material that you're trying to make into a spider. Okay. Yeah. Well, this is one's from 2007, so yeah, this is not that long ago. It wasn't just the 50s and 60s. Yeah. A bunch of these on this <laughs> yeah. list have been... Uh, have been recent. Yeah, but but the one from uh, like the Atomic Energy Lab. Oh yeah, from no, the that 50s? one. Yeah, we did that one a few weeks ago. Wow. Uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> that's the worst. I ever. still can't believe it. we started with a bang on that one. That yeah. Was, uh, okay, so th- this one is the CSI fingerprint examination kit. <laughs> of course, you know the very popular TV series. Exactly. All the different the NCIS, the CIS, the C, uh, CSI, CSI Miami all that, and, all that stuff. Yeah, right? trying to, yeah. All those different shows. So this had powder that you would use to pick up uh, fingerprints. Sure. Yeah. 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 The problem is that in the powder there was asbestos. <laughs> In 2007. 2007. Now, had, they knew it, better than that. It says here, remnants of asbestos. Yeah, it wasn't all but, asbestos. Um, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> asbestos powder? Asbestos Are you powder. sure? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a pack of asbestos powder. But there was asbestos in the powder. Yeah. 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 Here, dust this on, on all of the doorknobs in your house. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's terrible. That's awful. That's really, really bad. Way to go. Yeah, asbestos I don't know. Asbestos fingerprint examination kit. So hmm. they had to, asbestos, yeah, asbestos exa- fingerprint <laughs> examination kit. Okay, they had to recall that from the shelves. Yeah, well, you, I don't know if you know this or not, but asbestos is still everywhere in our houses. Yes, that's right. Um, it's in floor tiles, old yep. floor tiles, yep. and yep. Uh, not just the insulation that, that you can identify. Oh, it's all over the place, yeah. Yeah, it's in different materials. It used to be in brake pads and yes. um, all kinds of things. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. so wonderful. I mean, it's, it causes cancer, um, mm. but uh, in addition to that, it also is a really, really helpful material in, as a flame retardant, and yeah. it uh, absorbs heat very well, and there's lots of things that it does yeah. uh, that are actually super helpful to I us. I don't think it's allowed to be used in any industry no. at this point. No, 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 no. So, yeah, it's... No, completely. Yeah, but they're, they're, it's still in old houses um, and other yeah. places. and yeah. if it's... My understanding is that if it's sealed up, it's probably in the house that we're in right now as right. we're talking. Um, but if it's sealed up, yeah. then it's not going to hurt you. Because it's a breathing problem. Right. Um, and it, it's a naturally occurring fiber. Yes. There are areas in the world where there's more asbestos just naturally occurring and there are more rates of cancer as a result. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what's next on the list? So um, we just got one more, and that is... Um, there's a ton of a ton of toys that have been marketed that have tiny little magnets in uh-huh. them, tiny little magnets, and a bunch of them. So one of the toys was uh, 
just a whole bunch of sphere magnets that were tiny, and there's tons of them, and they were stuck together, and you can make all kinds of things, I, cubes I, yep, and yep, all kind of stuff. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but then also, uh, they were using them in uh, Barbie dolls and all kinds of different stuff to sure. you know, little tiny magnets. The problem is, if you eat... Okay, again, we're with the eating, right? Right, If right. you ingest, if kids ingest a couple magnets, it can wreak havoc on their digestive system because they can't really be digested. Mm-hmm. And if they don't move through real well, um, if you get, especially if you get more than one, you can imagine them in slightly kinda, different places right, in the digestive hanging tract. hanging out there. And then they pinch. Yeah. And it can really, really be problematic. Yeah. In your, and require surgery sometimes. Yeah, your, your, uh, your whole gut is um, lined with all these folds and yes, wrinkles. Yes, 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 exactly. Uh, what, I, I'm trying to remember the name. Chorionic Philly? villi or something? Villi, yeah, villi. Uh, is that, was the first word right? Uh, no. Cor- but maybe, chorionic? I don't know. Chorionic? Could be. Cor- uh, colon? Uh, anyway, yeah, we're reaching way back into uh, to college level yeah, uh, right. terminology for that right. one. But yeah, it's all these little folds uh-huh. to increase the surface area of your right. gut so the more the, the, the food- the digest nut- quicker. Yeah, yeah, nutrients can be. And so you get a, yeah, a magnet on one side and a magnet on the other side, and they, they're, they're attracting each other, and they just yeah, yeah. hang out in your colon. Right. Fun. Fun Yeah, times. it could just stick in there. And then, yeah, it, it can really mess things up bad. Yeah. Do you yeah. think you have any magnets in your colon? Uh, I don't think so. You didn't have that colonoscopy you're supposed to get. My doctor said that he uh, didn't want me to get a colonoscopy yet. That's because he saw your backside. Maybe so. He was like, no. <laughs> Let's put this off for a few years. Yeah. Uh, is it okay if we don't, if, if, if we don't do this right now? <laughs> I'm having a bad week. <laughs> so when are you going to get one? 50? I, I, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what he said. He I don't know. I, I got to trust my doctor. He was saying that the um, the research that he's seeing, the new research is coming out that you don't really need one until fifty, or someone like I'm sorry, someone like me doesn't need one until yeah, I was gonna say 50. That people are getting, but some people, some yeah. people need them. So when they when they do the, your colonoscopy, yeah. I want you to keep all the magnets that are in your bowel <laughs> in a little jar. Okay. Well, what's going to happen is that if I do have magnets in there, it's going to it's going to uh, the, the uh, camera or whatever that's going up in there going to get stuck, and they they're trying to pull it out. And uh, are they rare earth magnets? <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be all right. I should be okay. I don't know if they, I do have to pay extra for them to pull that stuff out. <laughs> all right. Well, a- another episode of worst toys ever. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening to the Hopper Podcast. Let's keep the conversation going about things that matter and things that don't. Write us at the Hopper Podcast at gmail.com or record a short voice memo on your phone and send it to the Hopper Podcast at gmail.com. And join us next time. We'll discuss are the stars on Dancing with the Stars actually stars? <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> I'm sure you know someone who needs to listen to that show. Be a pal, share the Hopper goodness with them, send them a link, and if they still don't listen, put staples in their coffee cup. Mm. And be sure to subscribe or follow. Special thanks this week go to our episode transcriber, Diana Boredom. Thank you, Diana. (laughs) Diana Boredom.